This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. Matt, what are we seeing taking place on the grains? You know, at the start, it sure looks like we're going to continue with some enthusiasm on soybeans. A lot of this, of course, is uh, centered around what's going on as far as the weather's concerned in South America. Rain areas that aren't getting enough rain, and they're, they're fairly extreme. And so, you know, until that kind of works itself out, I think you're going to continue to see, you know, a reluctance of selling, if nothing else. So, I do think there are some new longs that have entered the market this week. Uh, certainly, uh, some enthusiasm once again with owning beans, you know, after uh, quite frankly, a pretty blase period in the markets over the last few weeks. And you're right, Matt. We've seen, you know, a lot of movement that's been pushed by South America. We saw that run on um, soy bean meal, that big price jump here recently. And then like you're talking about with the soybeans, of course, the United States is right in that friendly period for uh, moving some of those soybeans. And we know that South America really struggling with how much beans they have on hand right now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Argentina just doesn't have much, if any, uh, soybeans or soybean meal. Uh, an epic drought certainly hampered their, you know, ability to get out there and, and do what they normally do, which is put up to half of the world's soybean meal out there. So uh, we all know the U.S. is continuing to ramp up our renewable fuels uh, sector, and uh, renewable diesel is a big one whenever it comes to that, which is essentially pushing our crush. We continue to crush a ton of beans. Uh, we know the soybean oil's got a home, or you know, waiting. Uh, the home's waiting for the soybean oil, but uh, soybean meal, yeah, which we've always used a fair amount of, uh, you know, it's not going to be hurt for a home either because we're certainly going to be able to export some of those. So, you know, I mean, whenever we look at the river situation, it appears that it's going to get a little bit better. The rainfall we had over the last ten days, you know, in the upper uh, Midwest uh, certainly is going to flow through. I don't think it's going to get us to normal levels quite yet, but uh, things are definitely looking up. And we're looking at exports of not only beans, but bean meal. And Matt, you also mentioned there about the biodiesel numbers that we've seen recently, some of those reports. Also, when it comes to ethanol, we've seen some very positive um, reports and numbers there. What do you make of just kind of the renewable fuel space right now? Yeah, it's been good. You know, you look over at ethanol, and you know, I believe we were a little over 104 million bushels this week. That uh, well, as of last week, you know, that we were able to boil through, and I mean, that's uh, that's awfully strong. You look at, for instance, the the cost of feed right now, and uh, as far as nutrition is concerned, uh, I believe DDGs are actually a little bit cheaper than female. So you know, you've got a fair amount of good stuff going on there as well. Uh, definitely had some good margins, not only on uh, crushing beans, but uh, this corn situation. So I think moving forward, especially looking at stocks being at, uh, I believe it was over a year low, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's just a pretty exciting stuff going on. It just tells you demand's really strong. And as you move forward, it, it gives you a little bit of hope that this really lackluster demand that we all saw develop over the last year, you know, that it, it's starting to kind of rebound in here and it's given us an opportunity. Maybe we're not just going to continue to talk bigger stocks, bigger stocks, and bigger stocks. We're still looking at big corn stocks uh, for the world and U.S. It just doesn't look like maybe it's going to quite be as bad as what it was uh, previously. Matt, what's taking place in the protein complex with the livestock? We've had a nice little uh, rebound this week. You know, whenever you look at uh, the facts, I mean, definitely this cash market was a telltale sign that we shouldn't see too much weakness. And that's exactly what's happened. We've been able to hold the fats together. Feeders have kind of 
been able to uh, also recover. It looked like we had a V bottom there for uh, cattle this last week. You know, guy on our team, Ross Baldwin, he called that uh, on market to market last week. It was an excellent call that he made there. But we all felt like cattle would rebound because demand's so strong. You know, as long as the equities could hold together and consumer confidence didn't get hurt too much, we know that even though cattle on feed were pretty uh, high uh, relative to expectations here a couple weeks ago, uh, you got to understand that whenever it gets down to it, uh, your total herd size is just very small. So we're going to have much tighter numbers moving forward. And uh, whenever we get to those types of numbers, I think the market uh, is probably going to have a tough time digesting them. Matt, how much of that movement to the upside yesterday with the livestock complex was pointing to some of that economic data as far as the overall economy and the fact that they're not going to raise the interest rates again here, at least for the short term? You know, I think that there's probably some, but at the same time, I believe the, you know, the indicators were like 96% that we weren't going to rate. So I'm not sure that I want to uh, account too much of that there. Uh, I don't think we can get lost on the side on the fact that, you know, corn struggled for most of the day yesterday, you know, and so I've got to think that uh, anytime that you see that, you continue to see these guys get a little more confident that uh, these expensive feeders that they're buying, uh, they're going to be able to be able to uh, turn out on them. Now, we all we all know the cattle feeder has been a guy that's gone out on faith a lot in his career, and I think this year is another one he's doing. But, you know, looking at feed costs where they're at and looking at fats where they're at, I actually think some of these feeders uh, don't look too bad. And Matt, with the hogs, what do you make of that recent movement to the upside, at least getting a little bit of positive movement? Yeah, I mean, the hog market's a tough one to gauge. I would say that uh, certainly hogs, to kind of, in my opinion, kind of followed along uh, with meats, if you will. So, you know, with cattle, I mean, I think whenever cattle are awfully strong, a lot of times you'll lend a little support over there. Exports have been pretty decent for hogs. You know, I've got to think that uh, bouncing off of what I would awfully low lows, you know, uh, is probably, uh, you know, it's good. I don't know that we're throwing a party just yet. I think this hog market, uh, you know, uh, is probably going to be healthy for the time being, but I don't look for any large-scale rallies either. Matt Bennett of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Matt, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch and to personalize their marketing plan? Yep, just agmarket.net. If they go there, they can get a hold of any information that they need to be able to uh, reach us and uh, uh, contact info, speaking opportunities, you name it. Uh, it's a good place to go to get a hold of us. And a lot of great information, as Matt said. Matt, thank you so much for the time here today. Have a great weekend. Yeah, same to you. That was Matt Bennett with agmarket.net. It's time now for a check of the numbers. December corn up a quarter of a cent at 470 and a quarter. November soybeans up 11 and a half at 1315 and a half. January soybean meal up three dollars and seventy cents at four twenty ninety. January soybean oil up forty cents at fifty forty four. Chicago wheat up three quarters of a cent at five sixty six even. Minneapolis wheat down two even at seven oh eight and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat down a quarter of a cent at six forty one and a quarter. And December oats up four even at three eighty and a half. On the Merck, December live cattle down 15 cents at 184.50. November feeder cattle down 67 cents at 241.95. December lean hogs down 2 cents at 73.22. December pork cutout up $1.77 at 81.52. And Class 3 milk up 3 cents at 17.42. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.